Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. After being charged in connection with the shooting of Washington Commander's running back Brian Robinson Jr. A past director of DC 911 sues, claiming she was fired for reporting deadly problems. I'm Megan Cloherty. Maryland selling points for a new FBI headquarters. At GSA headquarters, I'm John Doman. Close is not enough for the Wizards. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago as snowbound residents in California San Bernardino Mountains try to dig out. Others are preparing for a lot of rain. KCBS-TV's Michelle Geely on a recent landslide in Newport Beach. The red-tagged home, once occupied by an elderly woman, sits precariously on the edge of the bluff overlooking Newport's back bay. Geologists have been on site for days watching all three affected properties. City workers have inspected the storm drain under the slope. They say it was functioning properly until the landslide damaged it. That system has now been bypassed. Congress members are warned of a significant health data breach of a health insurance marketplace. A broker in on an online crime forum claims to have records on 170,000 of D.C. HealthLink customers. Alan Liska is an intelligence analyst at Recorded Future. In this case, you also have to worry not just about cyber criminals that may be interested in this, but nation state actors that may be interested in this as well. A Justice Department report finds that police in Louisville, Kentucky, regularly violated the constitutional rights of the black community. CBS's Jeff Pegues. A scathing DOJ report concluded that the Louisville Metro Police Department doesn't always protect and serve, but instead often disrespects the people it is sworn to protect. Among the investigation's findings, officers treat blacks and whites differently. The investigation was prompted by the police shooting death of Breonna Taylor. CBS's Michael George reports car thefts are rising to a level not seen in 15 years. Since 2019, vehicle thefts have increased at a rapid rate. David Glowey is the president of the National Insurance Crime Bureau. We do anticipate throughout the next year these numbers will continue to increase. Key fobs left in cars are a primary issue with cars being stolen. Illinois and Washington state saw thefts jump more than 30% in 2022. New York was up 23%. It's International Women's Day meant to celebrate the achievements of women while also calling for gender parity. In the Philippines. Calling for uh, higher wages, calling for free and accessible public support services. In Sri Lanka, women demand more help from rising inflation. A brave few took to the streets of Kabul as the Taliban continues to strip millions of women of their rights, like access to education and health care. In Afghanistan, Women and girls have been erased from public life. Ian Lee, CBS News, London. A swarm of earthquakes recorded below the summit of the remote, uninhabited Tanaga volcano in Alaska could be an indication of an impending eruption. It's about 1,200 miles west of Anchorage. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 1003 here on WTOP. It's Wednesday evening, March 8th, 2023. Upper Marlboro at 42, heading down to the freezing mark in places. Good evening, 
I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. The U.S. Senate has taken an action aimed at D.C. that hasn't been done in more than 30 years. Lawmakers have voted for a disapproval resolution to block a new law that would have created a new criminal code. Let's hear from WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. On this vote, the yeas are 81, the nays are 14. The overwhelmingly bipartisan vote came after Republicans, including Tennessee Senator Bill Haggerty, repeatedly criticized the D.C. Council for approving a code that lightens the penalties for violent crimes, including carjacking and robbery. It sends the wrong message that D.C. is not serious about fighting crime. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser vetoed the council bill, but is still upset with Congress. I am not happy that the Congress is intervening in our laws. President Biden has said he won't veto the resolution. The last time Congress nullified a D.C. law was in 1992. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. New tonight, a 15-year-old boy now sentenced in the shooting of commanders running back Brian Robinson and the shooting death of another teenager. The Washington Post reports that the teen has been ordered to remain in custody of D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services until he is 21, again right now, just 15 years old. Robinson was shot in the leg during an attempted robbery in the 8th Street Corridor in Northeast D.C. back in August. He eventually recovered. He was able to play several regular season games this past season. The teenager pleaded guilty to that attempted robbery. He's also pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter in the shooting death of 15-year-old Andre Robertson in October. The story shocked the nation early this year and the world, parts of the world. A six-year-old boy shot his first-grade teacher at a school in Newport News, Virginia. Tonight, we've learned the child will not be held criminally liable. The city prosecutor is telling NBC News he will not seek, seek charges against the student, but he has yet to decide whether any adults associated with all this could be charged. The shooting on January 6th at Richneck Elementary School has led to a potential lawsuit expected to be filed on behalf of the teacher, Abigail Zwerner. It also led to the school superintendent being kicked out, an assistant principal losing their job, and the installation of metal detectors at that elementary school. 10.05. The next story involves your safety if you ever need a first responder in the nation's capital. For more than a year, she ran D.C.'s 9-11 Emergency Dispatch Center. Now in a suit against Mayor Muriel Bowser in the city, the former director claimed she was fired for shining a light on life and death problems that were plaguing the department. The claims that Cleo Sabito makes in her whistleblower suit filed earlier this month paint a much darker picture of D.C.'s trouble emergency dispatch. As first reported by Scatter 911, Sabito's claims include her documenting 10 instances in one day when Office of Unified Communications Dispatchers sent responders to the wrong address. Allegations the office went out of its way to avoid complying with public information requests and that the city's 911 staff lacked adequate training. The suit says her former boss warned Sabito to, quote, tread carefully and not pursue her concerns as it would upset Mayor Bowser, end quote. Sabito also claims the city tried without grounds to deny her unemployment. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. I believe the lawsuit is without merit. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Leaders in Maryland have been irate since last fall when the GSA announced a different selection process for the new FBI headquarters. Previously, they said the government's scoring system to find the right spot is biased toward Virginia. Is that still the case now? Maryland says it wins on all the merits, but emphasized cost and equity over everything else, with Senator Chris Van Hollen arguing if Springfield is chosen... It will cost over a billion dollars more to the federal taxpayer. We are talking about a legacy-defining choice. Maryland Governor Wes Moore and Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks also repeatedly brought up equity concerns the president has promised to address in multiple executive orders. We just right now ask that it be enforced. For now, the scoring puts greater weight on proximity to quantity 
Monica than both cost and equity combined. But the governor says they were told GSA and the FBI would go back and be able to reevaluate everything at GSA headquarters. And we as Team Maryland plan to hold them to that. John Dome in WTOP News. Virginia officials are expected to make their final pitch to the GSA tomorrow morning. And our John Doman will be there covering that. Full coverage here, both Maryland and Virginia's side at WTOP.com and always here on WTOP. When should students in Arlington be allowed to use their smartphones throughout the day? In a recommendation to the school board there, the School Health Advisory Board is advocating for an away-for-the-day policy. Kids come into class, they lock away their phones and get them back at the end of the day. Arlington Now reports the possibility has drawn mixed reviews from school board members. A school spokesperson tells WTOP, currently three Arlington County schools require phones to be put away during classes and during the school day. Fairfax County recently banned cell phone use in most places during the school day. Coming up here on WTOP, a little tightening in the job market, but still plenty of listings. And what is his newest billion-dollar venture? It's coming up for you. It's 10.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks right here on WTOP. Let's get back to Bob in the traffic center. On the outer loop of the Beltway going over the American Legion Bridge and headed toward the Dulles Toll Road should be getting by uh, in two lanes now to the right uh, headed toward the Dulles Toll Road on the outer loop as they're now setting up that work zone and they should be setting up on the inner loop later on tonight as well after the Dulles Toll Road. On 66, pace is good so far, both directions, both inside and outside the Beltway. And up and down both 395 and 95, there are no incidents or delays to report. In Maryland, outbound on Clara Mountain Parkway, uh, traffic at last report being diverted still at MacArthur Boulevard for the investigation of the earlier crash up ahead near Cabin John Parkway. Inbound traffic was getting by, though. On 270, no incidents or delays. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound at 195 at BWI Marshall Airport. Work zone getting you by single file to the right. Southbound lanes are open. 95 is without delay as is 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. Clear skies and cold tonight. Lows will be in the 20 suburbs. Low to mid-30s in the district. Sunshine, much lighter winds on Thursday. Highs low to mid-50s. A cold rain moves in on Friday. May start with some wet snow, mainly north and west. Little or no accumulation. Highs 40 to 45. And on Saturday, mostly cloudy and breezy. Highs in the 40s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Mike Stenford. In Hyattsville, it's 45. Fredericksburg, 46. Foggy Bottom, 45. And we could be down into the 30s, close to D.C., and even some 20-degree readings, upper 20s perhaps, in the suburbs late tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 1010. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Interest rate worries kept Wall Street off balance after Fed Chair Jerome Powell reiterated that the Fed may pick up the pace of interest rate hikes to tamp down inflation. But in a second day of testimony on Capitol Hill, Powell said no decision has been made. Stocks ended mixed. Dow Industrials lost 58. The S&P added 6. The Nasdaq gained 46. Employers had fewer open jobs in January, though there were still far more jobs available than there were people to fill them. The government reports 10.8 million vacancies, down from December, but still more than expected. 
Apple is backing a new billion-dollar music startup that bills itself as an alternative to traditional music labels. A former Apple executive launched the company called Gamma. It's promising artists more control over their work by agreeing to long-term licenses rather than ownership. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Let's check out the Asian markets tonight. A little bit all over the place. Australia is up a fraction. Tokyo stock's doing well, more than half a percent higher. But South Korea is a quarter percent lower. Hong Kong up a bit. Shanghai Composite down a quarter percent. Coming up on WTOP, the beating of Tyree Nichols at the hands of Memphis police officers with his death three days later, early this year, leads to a Justice Department investigation of that whole department. CBS News correspondent Matt Piper will be along in a couple of minutes to explain what this investigation is all about. Stay close to WTOP at 1012. Here's Brandon Gullah, the vice president and chief technology officer of Rancher Government Solutions on Federal Insights, securing the software supply chain, sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions. It's important for us to provide all the binary assets and honesty, transparency and observability to what's actually running in that underlying software component. And it's up to us as a software vendor to make that information available. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. Rancher Government Solutions, the leader for securing Kubernetes and cloud-native containerized applications for the U.S. government, has launched Rancher Government Carbide, a revolutionary supply chain security solution in response to the increasing threat to the nation's software supply chain. Carbide simplifies Kubernetes security management by providing a better, more standardized way for users to verify and validate that their software is safe and secure. To learn more, visit RancherGovernment.com. 10.13. Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back. Up singers. You up. So I ordered Mexican for my team at work. With vegetarian options for Jerry. And I'm in a meeting and I remember Jerry's vegan. So I text Easy Cater and they reply, no prob, we got this. Sometimes I get vegetarian and vegan confused. Kind of like Austria and Australia. Dietary needs. Easy Cater has your back with over 100,000 restaurants. Order 24-7 on easycater.com and know. We got your back. Attorney Joe Cordell. Divorce forces a father to focus on what's most important, his children. You may no longer be a husband, but you'll always be a dad. In the divorce process, this comes down to three key concerns. Physical custody, decision-making, as well as financial support. Each of these is important, and it's important that you choose a lawyer that cares as much about these issues as you do. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Fairfax area attorneys. Offices in Fairfax, Virginia, and Frederick, Maryland. CordellCordell.com. It was a test tonight as to whether the Wizards are playoff ready. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. 1014. Are you the parent of a two to seven year old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one on one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month, but you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. To my newborn baby boy, the day you arrived was one of the happiest days of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV from that guy on the internet and insured it with Progressive. <laughs> what a deal. Just know, son, I'll always be here for you. And by here, I mean in the middle of absolutely nowhere. In my RV. 
Protect your baby with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It is 10-15. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Memphis police are now delaying the release of more findings from the Tyree Nichols beating investigation. After a request from a defense lawyer, the court agreed to delay the release of 20 hours of additional video and audio from the night early this year that five officers brutally beat Nichols. He died three days later. The Justice Department is now getting involved in all of this. To learn more about that, we got on the line with CBS News correspondent Matt Piper a bit earlier. It appears that they're, you know, digging very deep. Tyree Nichols died back in January, so this was, you know, less than two months ago. So they've been obviously having to look through a lot of this footage from this Scorpion unit. And the DOJ says that it's going to examine the policies and the practices and training of police use of force, and especially when it comes to specialized units, because this was a different type of unit that was involved with Tyree Nichols' death, the Scorpion unit, as your listeners may have remembered hearing about back in January. So these were police officers, but they were in unmarked cars. They wore black hoodies and vests uh, and had the word police somewhere on there. But to the average person seeing these officers on the street, you wouldn't necessarily know that they were actually police officers. And the analysis is that maybe with a seasoned commander, that this team could have uh, gone in a very different direction than what we saw, which was almost, I I hesitate to put it this way, a leisurely attack on this man who seemingly did nothing wrong. That's what it seems like from the tapes that we've seen so far. So at the time, officials said that they determined that it was in the best interest to deactivate that Scorpion group, which was about more than two dozen officers or so. But these specialized units, you know, they're they're usually in larger cities. Not a whole lot of people maybe would be familiar with them until you hear about them with a case like this. They're usually intended to fight crime in some of these major cities. But the officers here in Memphis, when we're talking about the death of Tyree Nichols, most of them were brand new to the force and had this very short training period. So that's going to be another thing that these DOJ officials are going to look into. The training where they trained for only a couple weeks. You know, you can obviously see if these were officers who were there for years and had someone who was really, you know, on top of them. But it appears that these were officers who, at least to the Scorpion unit, were pretty brand new to it. Despite how badly a particular mayor or police chief wants to bring down crime, do you think this investigation could lead to far fewer of these specialized forces? You know, it seems like it. I will say it was the the, the Memphis mayor and the police chief who asked for this review of the Memphis Police Department. So they're, you know, kind of saying, look, we want officials at the highest level to look at what happened here. Could that happen in other cities? It's possible. And I'm sure that there are police chiefs throughout the country who have some of these other specialized units who are looking at this case and saying, you know, let's let's back up here. You know, is it really worth um, us having these people that, that the average person? And again, uh, these officers that we wouldn't really know were officers that could have, you know, changed things in this in in this Tyree Nichols case. If if you really could tell that this was police who were trying to, you know, stop you for a certain reason, that could have changed the trajectory of this. CBS News correspondent Matt Piper joining us a bit earlier. Now that the Justice Department is investigating Memphis police following the Tyree Nichols beating and his death days later. Quick look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. D.C.'s revised criminal code has united a deeply divided partisan Congress. The Senate has voted tonight to block the bill from going into effect. D.C. HealthLink is the latest victim of a cyber attack. The healthcare marketplace says hackers gained access to an unspecified number of customers' personal data, members of Congress included. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead on WTOP. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. But we're getting back now to Bob in the traffic center. On 66 westbound, around the Manassas rest area, there is a work zone set up and getting by. Single file to the right there. And meantime, traffic on the Beltway Outer Loop. Be alert coming over the American Legion Bridge toward the Dulles Toll Road. Squeezing by to the right. Should be getting by in two lanes for now. May take it down to a single lane later. 395 and 95 each running without delay. And Clara Mountain Parkway outbound at last report being diverted at Glen Echo at MacArthur Boulevard from the earlier crash up ahead of the investigation. May still be going on there. And in Maryland, Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound it does have the work zone at 195. Single right lane gets by. They're in pretty good shape southbound on 95. There are no delays. 270 also in great shape both ways between the Beltway and Interstate 70. And clear sailing out to the Bay Bridge on 50. Silver Diner is ready to play ball after 33 years. Silver Diner is now in D.C. across from Nats Park. Silver Diner brings its healthy and its classic menu options to the Navy Yard neighborhood. Eat well, do well. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenford. Clear skies tonight. The winds will die down. Lows will be in the 20 suburbs. Low to mid-30s near the district. Sunshine with much lighter winds on Thursday. A high in the low to mid-50s. A mix of rain and some wet snow Friday morning becoming just plain rain. Little or no accumulation. Highs 40 to 45. Cold and breezy on Saturday, highs in the 40s. I'm Storm Team Force, Mike Stenifford. And right now at the wharf in D.C., 45, Oxon Hill, the National Harbor area, 45, Sterling, 45 degrees. Some parts of our area could be down to the 30s, uh, even the 20s in the suburbs tonight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up tonight on WTOP. A 15-year-old girl tells 911 she was shot by her mother. I'm Neil Orgenstein. It's 1021. Working hard when you'd rather be playing hard? Wishing you were clearing a level instead of clearing your inbox? Staring at spreadsheets but stuck on shattering high scores? Turn any time into game time with Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra. With its large screen, long-lasting battery, and our fastest processor yet, you'll be ready to battle with bosses between meetings with bosses. And even if you rage quit, it'll still be there tomorrow. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. I want to break free. Ready to break free, D.C.? Take your dream vacation with Norwegian Cruise Line to Europe, Alaska, the Caribbean, and more. Book today and get 50% off all cruises all over the world. Plus, enjoy free airfare for second guests, free unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Foreign soon, D.C. Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe. Feel free. Ships Registry to Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. A law to support transgender kids signed in the Midwest. The story coming up. Put a little spring in your step with great savings rates from Andrews Federal Credit Union. From now through March 31st, you'll earn 3.75% APY on your savings when you open our three-month Spring Forward Share Certificate. Start with as little as $1,000 and watch it grow. Open your new share certificate at Andrews Federal and spring forward towards your savings goals. Get started now at andrewsfcu.org. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, APY equals annual percentage yield. For eligibility and membership requirements, visit andrewsfcu.org. The WTOP Charity of the Month is Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic. If a child you loved were fighting a critical illness, what would you give to make their wish come true? Now more than ever, local children need the hope a wish can bring, giving them joy when it matters most and helping them fight their illness. Make-A-Wish Mid-Atlantic needs your support to make wishes a reality for children in D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia. 
donate today. For more info, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. This is WTOP News. 1023, a doctor licensed to practice in both D.C. and Virginia who pleaded guilty to illegally prescribing drugs is learning his fate. 39-year-old Dr. Robert Sow has been sentenced to more than a year in prison, 15 months, after he prescribed the medication that led to a man's overdose. Sow did not have a doctor-patient relationship with this guy. Text messages detailed in court filings show that Sow prescribed a narcotic pain medication to the man in exchange for cash. Authorities say Sow then backdated medical records to make it look as if he was the man's doctor after learning of his death. It's a heartbreaking 911 call from a murder victim. It's what jurors heard in the first day of the Fairfax County trial of Veronica Youngblood. She's charged with shooting and killing her two daughters in their apartment in McLean in 2018. Jurors here in Circuit Court heard the 911 call from Veronica Youngblood's 15-year-old daughter. Crying in pain and struggling to breathe, Sharon Castro told the 911 dispatcher that her mother had shot her. As she cried for help, Fairfax County call taker Jennifer Heflin reassured her that help was on the way. Jurors heard the sound of first responders breaking down the apartment door. She was taken to the hospital where she died. Youngblood's lawyers said that she loved her daughters more than anything but had endured a life full of trauma and abuse. They asked the jury to find her not guilty by reason of insanity. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Laws aimed at putting restrictions on transgender kids have been making their way through state legislatures across the country. But in Minnesota, Governor Tim Walz has signed an executive order designed to protect gender-affirming care. In this state, hate has no home. In this state, love and acceptance is what we preach. Governor Tim Walz on Wednesday took action he says is urgent in the face of increasing political attacks on the LGBTQ community nationwide. His executive order instructs state agencies to protect access to gender-affirming health care and not comply with investigations in other states where services may be restricted or outright banned. That's WCCO's Carolyn Cummings tonight. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think rest. 1025. Go to Rob Woodfork. All right. The Wizards did a lot right on their home court, including leading by as many as 15 points, but it would not be enough. A 122-120 loss to the Hawks. A costly one, even though they saw Kristaps Porzingis go off for a new career high of 43 points on 17 of 22 shooting. But he says this one is, means double almost. And even though, yes, of course, we did good things. We fought hard. We just we can find all the excuses in the world. This is our fourth game in five days. But uh, still, we want to get the job done. But we didn't. So we have to live with this. Yeah, but not for long. The Wiz host Atlanta again Friday night with a chance to pull back within a game of the Hawks for eighth in the Eastern Conference. Another Capital One Arena tenant suffers a brutal loss tonight. Georgetown blown out by Villanova 80-48 to in the first round of the Big East tournament. Uh, other local tournament action, Howard cruised to a 91-55 victory over South Carolina State in the MEAC quarterfinal. GW's A-10 tournament run ends in round two uh, with a loss to St. Joe's. George Mason, though, they're on to the quarterfinals after uh, getting by Richmond, so they will uh, face St. Louis next, uh, will the uh, 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 George Mason. Uh, I've been on this planet for 43 years and change. I've never known a world without Jim Beheim as head coach at Syracuse. That uh, reality, though, coming as the university announced today, the Hall of Fame coach will not return. Associate head coach Adrian Autry takes over. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. We've got the latest on our breaking news tonight. Hackers.